Faith, Hope and Love, the 2nd of November, the commemoration of all the faithful departed, All Souls Day. This day of commemoration began early in the Middle Ages, with annual prayers for the dead in monastic communities. Fixed on this day, it spread more widely after the 10th century and now ranks with the principal feast days in the liturgical calendar. Commonly known as All Souls, it expresses Christian faith in the communion of saints and the real need and effectiveness of praying for one another in the church and including praying for those souls in purgatory who have been buried in their human imperfection. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Just as Jesus died and has risen again, so through Jesus God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. And as in Adam all die, so also in Christ will all be brought to life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Welcome everyone to this celebration of the Feast of All Souls. We gather to remember all our loved ones who have gone before us into the fullness of life. Brothers and sisters, to prepare to celebrate the commemoration of all the faithful departed, let us pause, recall our sins and trust in God's infinite mercy. Lord Jesus, you raise the dead to life in the Spirit. Lord, have mercy. You bring pardon and peace to the sinner. Christ, have mercy. You bring light to those in darkness. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, glory of the faithful and life of the just, by the death and resurrection of whose Son we have been redeemed, look mercifully on your departed servants, that just as they professed the mystery of our resurrection, so they may merit to receive the joys of eternal happiness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen.
A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wines, of rich food filled with marrow, of well-aged wines strained clear. And he will destroy on this mountain the shroud that is cast over all peoples, the sheet that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. Then the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces and the disgrace of his people he will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him so that he might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. The Word of the Lord I believe I shall see the good things of the Lord in the land of the living. The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom shall I shrink? There is one thing I ask of the Lord, for this I long, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to savour the sweetness of the Lord, to behold his temple. O Lord, hear my voice when I call, have mercy and answer. It is your face, O Lord, that I seek. Hide not your face. I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Hope in him, hold firm and take heart. Hope in the Lord. I believe I shall see the good things of the Lord in the land of the living. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. Indeed, rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person someone might actually dare to die. But God proves his love for us in that while we still were sinners, Christ died for us. 
much more surely then, now that we have been justified by his blood, will we be saved through him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his Son, much more surely, having been reconciled, will we be saved by his life. But more than that, we even boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. This is the will of my Father, says the Lord, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given to me, and that I should raise it up on the last day. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When the sixth hour came, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you deserted me? When some of those who stood by heard this, they said, Listen, he is calling on Elijah. Someone ran and soaked a sponge in vinegar and putting it on a reed, gave it him to drink, saying, Wait and see if Elijah will come to take him down. But Jesus gave a loud cry and breathed his last. And the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The centurion who was standing in front of him had seen how he had died, and he said, In truth, this man was a son of God. When the Sabbath was over, Mary of Magdala, Mary the mother of James and Salome, bought spices with which to go and anoint him. And very early in the morning on the first day of the week, they went to the tomb, just as the sun was rising. They had been saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? But when they looked, they could see that the stone, which was very big, had already been rolled back. On entering the tomb, they saw a young man in a white robe, seated on the right-hand side, and they were struck with amazement. But he said to them, There is no need for alarm. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See, here is the place where they laid him. The Gospel of the Lord Praying for the souls of the dead is a tradition that goes back to Old Testament times, including the book of Maccabees. It's a grand and ancient tradition, 
and a beautiful aspect of our faith. The Catholic Church teaches us what we find also throughout the Scriptures, that God, who lovingly formed each and every person, sees right into our heart and knows what is to be found at the very core of our being. Today's commemoration of all souls goes to the heart of the nature of prayer. Prayer is, in essence, a deep and loving conversation between us and God. Just as in ordinary conversations, we can talk to our friends and ask them to spare a thought for another friend or relative of ours, so too we can continue to offer and speak confidently and lovingly in prayer to God for our fellow travellers, especially those who've gone before us into eternal life. Jesus himself tells us, I am the God of the living, not of the dead, for to God all are alive. Who better to entrust and commend our dear departed loved ones, friends and colleagues, than to the loving, merciful, just and eternal care of our compassionate God? For God is the one who formed us with love, and walked with us every step of our life's journey, and loves us like a doting parent. God is love. God who created everything from the dust, and who never hates anything God created, because God made it, and with love beyond all telling. We commend our departed loved ones, and particularly today, all souls as well, to God who understands us better than we even understand ourselves. It is God who knows every situation, every circumstance, every hardship. God knows even the smallest detail of every context in our actions, our decisions. God knows every blessing and grace of a person's life. God sees and knows everything that made us free to make a decision that we made in our lives, and God also sees any and all circumstances that restricted us in our freedom to think and act as well. Amazingly, many times we don't even see those factors clearly ourselves, even in the events of our own lives, but God always does, with the eyes of a loving parent. Our Lord shows us the heart of God towards all those who mourn, this heart is filled with an unfathomable love and compassion. Our Lord himself knew what it was like to mourn the loss of close loved ones. His beloved and faithful stepfather Joseph appears to have passed away at a very early time in Jesus' life. It was an enormous loss and sadness. As the Son of God, Jesus must have been tempted to raise him back up but he did not. Instead, he entrusted his stepfather to his heavenly father, who is always faithful and loving. Our Lord also wept at the death of his friend Lazarus, even though he knew and utterly believed in the resurrection and in the promises of heaven. But he wept because he keenly felt the pain of grief and loss and also had compassion for other people's suffering and grief surrounding him. Our Lord knows what it means to grieve deeply, and he reaches out with compassion and mercy. We too can join in with those in the first reading who acclaimed, See, this is the one in whom we trusted. It is God in whom we hoped. 
and we were right to put our faith in him, for he has saved us. In life, and in the life of each one of us, we come across sadness, tragedies, loss, and disaster. We come across people who've made wonderful decisions and terrible decisions, who have done great acts of sanctity and terrible sins. Our hearts unite with our Lord as we offer our prayers for all those whose lives have been particularly marked with tragedy or disastrous pathways. Today's Feast of All Souls is a reminder that God is our faithful shepherd and a good loving parent who is never just content with saving the 99% of the flock. God will not rest and keep searching until the very last sheep is recovered and carried back joyfully to be reunited with everyone else. Our Lord wants us to trust in him, and as the Gospel says, Come to me, all you who labour and are heavily burdened, for I am gentle and humble in heart. God promises that we will have rest for our souls. This is why we trust in him. Today we pray for all souls, and we're consoled and peaceful in the knowledge that we're praying and commending all these precious souls into the hands of the one who has the very last say and the most loving say on the destiny of absolutely everything and everyone. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and may perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. Gentle Shepherd and Eternal Lord, we trust in your loving compassion and mercy as we pray for our faithful departed. That all who have died in faith may come one day to the glory of eternal life. We pray to the Lord. That those who grieve may find understanding support in their time of need. We pray to the Lord. That those who do not believe in God may come to know the hope the Lord brings. We pray to the Lord. That those who suffer depression or anxiety may experience the Lord's merciful comfort and receive the help they need. We pray to the Lord that those who are lonely may hope for a new life. We pray to the Lord. 
Loving God, with confidence in your unconditional love, faithfulness and mercy, we make our prayer, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, our Lord, and may this sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Look favourably on our offerings, O Lord, so that your departed servants may be taken up into glory with your Son, in whose great mystery of love we are all united, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. In him the hope of blessed resurrection has dawned, that those saddened by the certainty of dying might be consoled by the promise of immortality to come. Indeed, for your faithful Lord, life is changed, not ended. And when this earthly dwelling turns to dust, an eternal dwelling place is made ready for them in heaven. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one, by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The Communion Antiphon I am the resurrection and the life, says the Lord. Whoever believes in me, even though he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will not die forever. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, where we possess impurity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that your departed servants, for whom we have celebrated this Paschal Sacrament, may pass over to a dwelling place of light and peace. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for this wonderful time of commemoration, prayer, thanksgiving and intercession. The whole of November in the Catholic Church is set aside particularly for the prayer of the holy souls. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May the God of all consolation bless you. For in his unfathomable goodness he created the human race. And in the resurrection of his only begotten Son, he has given believers the hope of rising again. Amen. To us who are alive, may God grant pardon for our sins, and to all the dead a place of light and peace. Amen. May we all live happily forever with Christ, whom we believe truly rose from the dead. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life.
today.